0: what's up everybody it's the welcome to the show podcast ct what's up man it's, it's a heck we're of a streaming. smile you got there it's a heck of a smile we're streaming man it's official it's a fish that hat is that hat is disgusting man
1: from now on i'm wearing a jersey every day
0: all right that fine
1: we, that we record
0: i'll rock my jersey except you have one of them so i'll just rock my uh
1: I have it right around here somewhere oh <laughs>
0: rock my do you do you do you uh snuggle with it do you smell it yeah, at night? my brother wore it to a Yankee game once good man and
1: you know he said it uh said he 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 could feel the the juju on it yeah,
0: well you know i do i did use it to masturbate here and there, just kidding. I'm a married man we don't do those things um okay right, let's start, let's start the show let's start, <laughs> let's start the show <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's start okay. it off right off the bat yesterday was the Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs versus the 49ers you went against my advice last week I said take the I said take the under I said go with the Chiefs and you know as always I was right
1: I did I did take the under by the way oh okay
0: thanks so you Place took the ha- bet. you took half of my advice.
1: Placed the bet. Well, I, I was I I thought the Chiefs were gonna win anyways. I, I like they were the favorites in that game. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't watch enough football like I thought I did, but to me San Francisco was just a better overall team. I thought it was just too obvious to choose San Francisco yeah. to win the Super Bowl. So I was like, Yeah, I kinda feel like the Chiefs are gonna get it. And they were also looking pretty shaky in the beginning of every game that they played in the playoffs, which Pat Mahomes did look kind of shaky mm-hmm. in the start
0: of the Super Bowl, but they found a the way, man. Andy Reid. Did you really yeah. think it was obvious that the that the Niners were going to win? That was your feeling?
1: No. I'm saying, like, I thought it was obvious that the better team was the ni- – the more complete team was the Niners. Okay. And that everyone was just thinking, like, how good of a bet it is to choose the Niners in this game because they also see that Niners are the better team. So it's mm-hmm. like – but better team doesn't necessarily mean, you know I, – I mean, yeah – I think they have a better team like their defense was insane yesterday, right? Like they, they put a lot of pressure. They forced two picks. Yeah. Um. But still, I don't know, like a good a good friend of mine said that when do you ever choose against the best quarterback in the league, which I think Patrick Mahomes is yeah. is the best quarterback in the league.
0: I am by far I am no by no means a football expert, but at no point in that game did I feel worried that the Chiefs. We're going to lose. I, didn't, I, I, For some reason, I know that entering the fourth quarter, uh, the probability of the 49ers winning that game was something over 90%. And I just mm-hmm. never felt like it didn't feel that way to me. I feel like there were a lot of mistakes being made on behalf of the Kansas City Chiefs. But had things just gone right the whole game, I think it would have been a blowout, personally. that's That's how the game felt to me. A blowout.
1: The for, chiefs would sort have of for the chiefs the yeah i think yeah, i yeah. think
0: they made a lot of stupid mistakes there was there were some catches that could have been made that, that weren't made there were some some interceptions thrown that you know to me it doesn't stay, it seemed like it was the pressure of the moment more than anything and when they came out in the fourth quarter and they did that hurry up offense i was like okay that's it like they they just seem more confident there like you could see that offense start to click in and um they came back to win it and and you know that's the story of my camera just shut off. That's the story of this postseason. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back up. <laughs> That's the story of this postseason for there the Kansas City Chiefs is that they, I think they they trailed in every single game and came back to win it. So,
1: you know what I like about this camera setup, Manny? Yeah. Nobody can tell that you're a, a foot taller than me, like an exact foot. Taller than me, I my head looks bigger than yours. I don't my, think I'm
0: a foot taller than you, man. I'm six right, one. You're
1: not five one. Well, you know they. Whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what did you What did you think about that? Uh, that that touch the last touchdown, not the last touchdown that they called that the Chiefs got, but the one before that that gave them the lead, uh, where his foot was went out of bounds right at the exact moment that the ball crossed the. Uh, the end
0: zone. I, I think it was too it's one of those instances where they didn't have enough camera angles to overturn it. Um yeah. but I think it's impossible to tell. Like I, I wish they could have some sort of like digital or like like some sort of like some sort of LED light that comes up out of the end zone so you can see like when the ball crosses over or something. Yep. Um or that they would come up with they have those cameras that hang off of whatever you call it, those wires and it travels up and down. Get a camera that follows the ball from an uh, aerial view at all times, you know. Yeah. And and you could tell that way. But other than that, to me, it looked like a touchdown. Um, I have no problems with it.
1: Yeah, and i I chose the under, and I was so pissed when I saw this guy uh, break free for the touchdown, mm. the end. And I was like, any other team would have would have just slid like gave giving themselves up to run out the rest of the game because yeah. by, by him, by him going for that touchdown, you put the ball back in the Niners hands. Not that, not that they probably could have, you know, it would have taken a miracle to, there were to like, the,
0: there was like three minutes on the clock. I, I think I texted the same thing. I said this, that touchdown could have been a mistake. I remember yeah. the, the giants in 2012, the last Super Bowl they won. Um, I think it was a mod Bradshaw who had a clear opening Uh bill Belichick. Bill Belichick gave him the touchdown, and he literally stopped at the one-yard line. And you could see him thinking, like, should I stop here, put the ball down, or should I cross the threshold? There was, like, a good two-second pause there, and he decided, let me just go for the touchdown. And at the end of the day, it's the right move because you can't guarantee that you're going to get a touchdown in any other plays. But, yeah, when I saw that they they crossed over for that touchdown with three-plus minutes to go, I thought, oh, shit. if If the Niners get it going here... You know, this could be a close game, but it never, you know, I think it was four and out that next drive. So
1: yeah, it was, it was four and out, but I just thought to myself, like not only take out, that was my phone, take out the, yeah, take out the, you know, the whole giving the Niners the ball back in terms of like just safety, like the less time that you guys have to be on the field running an offense and trying to score the safer it is for everybody. You know, any play could be in football, any, any play could be their last play. Yeah. On both sides. So it, it, to me, I just, you know, I was pissed off because I took the under and I was like, Jesus Christ, now a field goal could pretty much put these it, a field goal. I think would have made it a push at that point, which is insane, Um, because when you think about how the hell do they calculate these numbers that it came down to like a field goal would have made it a push. Right. At that point. Um, But yeah, still, like regardless, I it was more in my head. I'm like, doesn't it just make sense to kneel it and mm-hmm. save, you know, save, save your knees? Save your concussions. But what do I know, man? What are you going to do, man? You seem a little I'm disappointed. Just... No, no. I re- it, it's all good. It's just, you know, I'm trying to explain the what I was going through at the moment the, the, with the feeling of the game. It was a good game, man.
0: Yeah, it was a good game. Very good game. And something interesting that I, that I read today, Kyle Shanahan it becomes, I think, the first coach of two separate teams that had... The highest win probability and ended up losing the game he was a coach for the for the falcons when they lost to the pats they had a they had a 99.7 percent chance of winning that game and ended up losing and then yesterday's game against against the chiefs they had a 96.1 chance of winning the game ended up losing again i really wow. didn't feel I, I kept seeing that that their chances of winning was high never felt that way to me i i felt very confident in the chiefs coming back and winning that game i don't know what it was it just felt like it was going to happen at some point
1: it's just that like they have the they had the best defense in the nfl there Plus, that,
0: that defense is beast man they held the, they held the chiefs to 10 points through four through almost a complete four quarters yeah, yeah
1: and it's like two picks from patrick mahomes i think yesterday was his first pick but it's I, I can see why they thought you know their chances of winning was was the best because uh the fact with their defense and the fact that they run the ball really really well they it's, i feel like they couldn't stop the run yet i didn't see them run it as much uh once they you know the lead got away from them so
0: mhm what are you going to do man it's football yeah and now we wait until next week, pitchers and catchers, which you know, people we get excited about it, but nothing really happens. And then spring training games take off in about two weeks, and you get to see some action. Mm. And then baseball starts early this year. I think it's like in it's in March, so we're about a month away from some baseball. The you know for the twenty eighth World Series title, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so do you have anything else football-related before we can move on to baseball? Because I have a few things I want to talk about in baseball.
1: Uh, I just want to say that, you know, I had a good time watching the Super Bowl yesterday, but it also made me realize how, how the Bills can don't have a quarterback anything close to Patrick Mahomes. So it's like, what? What? Are, why are we even trying for the next
0: 20 years? Well, it doesn't mean Patrick Mahomes is going to be in the Super Bowl every year. You never know. Yeah, but we don't even have a Jimmy Garoppolo Yeah.
1: It's like we don't have a guy that could just make the check down passes.
0: I don't know, man. I think you guys are close enough. You know, you could win on defense. Your defense is pretty good. All right. Thanks, man. It's okay, man. Keep that head up. It's going to be okay. All right. Before we move on, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out our website for extra content, WTTSpod.com there you can check out the hotheads podcast and coming soon season 1 of the replay podcast B movies and cult classics that's wttspod.com mm. all right let's talk about baseball the biggest story happening right now is that it seems like a trade between the Boston Red Sox and the and the Dodgers or the Padres is imminent it looks like it's going to happen any moment that's what people are saying um And I just want to get your feelings on that, man. How do you feel? How are you doing today as a Red Sox fan? I'm all right,
1: man, because
0: I know I'm the type of
1: fan that isn't just, you know, shitting on Mookie Betts and and discrediting him as like he's not worth the money. Not that he is worth the money he's asking for, but he is worth more than what the Red Sox were offering him. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like, you know, uh, acting like he's. I think I've, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter just being like, yeah, we're going to pay a guy that much money that just disappears in the playoffs. So it's like, no, you know, he's he's more than just a guy like you can't just minimize him to what he did in the playoffs. Right. Um, and it's still a young career. He's probably the best, second best, second best baseball player in baseball. Um, and it's the business, man. Like our, our, our GM isn't trying to max you know keep us over the luxury tax they brought luxury tax they brought them into to uh lower payroll mm-hmm. um if they can somehow get price out with mookie bets just to save money that'd be cool but if by some miracle none of this happens and we don't trade bets i'm I'm actually good with that too because i feel like we do have a good team so
0: yeah and when it when people bring up the postseason stuff that kind of kind of pisses me off because i think of someone like a rod who caught a lot of shit from yankees fans because he appeared to you know not step up in the in the big moments but the problem is when you're in the postseason you're getting really small sample sizes at any point during the regular season any player could go on a 10 game stretch where he can't hit a lick and could it be bad timing for mookie betts he's only played in 21 postseason games in the grand scheme of things, that's not that much, you know. That's that's a uh, you know, there's 162 regular season games, so that's like a fraction of what he normally plays. Um, and it'll come around at some point. A Rod at some, you know, 2004 he was a beast. Then he slumped for a while. 2009 he carried the Yankees into the into the 27th world world title. So I'm I'm not too worried about Mookie Betts' numbers. I saw that on Twitter as well. Someone else also brought up the fact that not the fact actually they are guessing that because the red sox were involved in this whole science stealing scandal and the year before that the whole apple watch bullshit um that he's a product of science stealing and i'm just like really hey man is he really come on like, i don't know we're talking about a runner-up to the, to the mvp award in 2016 what the fuck my camera just went went black again uh, we're talking about actually an MVP candidate in the in each of the last four seasons. Like, yeah. please, people. Like, I'm a Yankees fan, so I, I take no pleasure in defending Mookie bets, But let's let's fucking let's, let's stop being idiots here and and let's speak the truth. Yeah, I change cameras, man, because my shit keeps turning off. Hey, man. As long as it works, it's all that matters. That's <laughs> looking up at God or everything. All right, there. Uh, Just, I, you know.
1: I have a red light bulb, man, because I'm <laughs> such a big Red Sox fan, man, and I wear red underwear. And Wow. Why is this blue is what I want to know. Why is our little, you
0: know, layout blue? Well, because, you know, greatest, it's the greatest colors in the world, you know, you see that navy blue there reminds me of the Yankee hat. No, because okay. the, our logo are those colors. That's why. Mm, you're right, man. I should know that. You should know since that. Our, but
1: since, but I'm, but since I'm staring our logo right in the face.
0: <laughs> but you don't. All right. So. Um, the other thing was, the next story is Dusty Baker, get, uh the, the Houston Nationals hired Dusty, hire, why can't I speak English today? Hired Dusty Baker to be their manager. And my take on this is that I was kind of surprised when I found out that they hired Dusty Baker. He's the polar opposite of someone that Jeff Lunow would have selected, the polar opposite of an A.J. Hinch. This guy is like strict, old school baseball, and the Houston Nationals are, supposed well, prior to this whole scandal they were the the poster boy the poster child of the analytics. analytic era and yep. they're going against all of that with this and i wonder if it has anything to do with the washington nationals doing it old school to win the world series or if this is just a response to the science stealing
1: conspiracy theory
0: yo let's hear it
1: this this whole analytics uh renaissance is that a good word?
0: It's called an experiment.
1: The whole era of analytics was really just the era of using technology to gain the edge in baseball. So everybody was stealing signs and recording dugouts and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that's it. That was, that was pretty much the, <laughs> the take. There wasn't. It was never analytics, man. The you don't edit, think the so? numbers the numbers are always there. Look back look back at the numbers all throughout history, man. The best players were were playing good and stats prove it.
0: I think I think analytics do have something to do with it and I think launch angle and and exit velocity are a perfect example of teams using analytics to improve performance. They they okay. saw if you put the ball in the air, more uh you have a better chance of getting on base than if you put it on the ground because big league Big league uh, infielders can, can, field, can field grounders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the perfect response to it. What else? What else is the perfect well, response? It,
1: it? It, was just, it was just a theory. Okay. Just a theory.
0: A theory that was uh, proposed first proposed by the one and only Teddy Baseball, Ted Williams. Just saying, yeah. man. I'm going to throw a Red Sox player out there and see if you can shit on him.
1: Uh, no, I actually have a Teddy warm-up jersey. Ah, right in front of me. Very yeah, nice. Offensive. I'll start wearing it now. When we're, now that we're live. By the way, uh, our stream might have half of my audio missing because I think I was supposed to add an audio source on nice. OBS for my stuff. So you want to catch the full episode? That's on the podcast. Wow, uh, well done. Side of it, there's a plug. But if you want to see
0: me muted, then watch the first half of the stream. <laughs> <sighs> Um, speaking of managers, the Astros hired Dusty Baker, the Boston Red Sox still don't have, I feel like I'm attacking you today, man. And it's not that I'm attacking you. These are just, just these are just the stories, man. I'm not, I don't want to make you feel bad. Baseball season is upon us. You probably don't have much to look forward to. I'm not sure, but the Red Sox don't have a manager yet. And pitchers and catchers are to report next week. Uh, sometime last week, they reported that the Red Sox wouldn't hire somebody until, the results of the investigation came out i'm not sure that shit's ever going to come out i don't know what the fuck's going on i feel like baseball is just like all right yeah let's not talk about this right now or something i don't know um but what what are your thoughts man does it worry you that you don't have a, a manager yet No, nah, because don't we always say that what is a manager
1: these days in baseball mm-hmm. you know aren't they really just receiving front office direction and all that stuff what to do what's the best lineup isn't there an analytics team setting up your best lineup and everything so well first of all like isn't isn't it the right thing to do to wait until the investigation
0: results are out yeah but but i mean like what are, what are you going like, to do start the season without a manager
1: well that's the thing yeah like i think the right thing to do is wait till the investigation is out but at the same time we we should already know who our top 3 candidates are if not who the, and i think they do know already i think they're just waiting maybe so the investigation is over. And as far as what that investigation holds, I'm I'm going to hope I'm thinking that it's nothing at this point.
0: Rafi Devers came out and said that that he doesn't think there was any wrongdoing. So but I mean, what is he supposed to say? Yeah, we fucked up, man. We're cheaters. But see,
1: he, but see that's the thing, because like. The more I think about that whole science sc- stealing scandal with the Astros in 2017, they were all they were all guilty of it because we could all hear the banging of the trash cans, Right. So they knew something was up. The pitchers knew something was up. Everybody knew something was up. Jose Altuve rounding the bases in the this, last year's ALCS, reminding everybody not to rip off his jersey, makes me think that there was there's some guys in that dugout that probably had no clue what was going on.
0: Yeah, maybe. And maybe
1: there's maybe there was guys in the Red Sox that had no no clue what was going on, and got maybe Raf, Rafi Devers, who by the way had his best season ever last year. Uh, so I really hope he is innocent. Hmm. Maybe he didn't know what was going on yet. There's guys in that dugout that were using some sort of advantage, yeah. Uh, to, you know, to gain the edge. But, but at the same time, I think like today in this day and age, we would have heard, we would have caught wind of something that they figured out in the investigation. Either that, or they haven't even started the investigation.
0: And that's the thing that's fucked up about what the Astros did because I wrote a piece on Call to the Pen last week. Highlighting three things that stood out to me from the I don't know if you saw this last week of an Astros fan created a log of every time he heard a bang and in a home game uh, yeah. for the Astros. And I shared with you guys that Jose Altuve had the second least amount of bangs, a key, uh, bang percentage. And someone in our chat pointed out, well, that doesn't mean anything because non-bangs means that a fastball's coming. So that's what's fucked up about this whole thing is that you could be completely innocent of it. And I'm not saying that Altuve is Cle- clearly, he isn't because he did hear some bangs, um, but nobody's nobody's safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's, you know, everybody's under the microscope now. Everybody's under spec. You know, I can speculate about anybody in the Astros organization, um, and. You know, I could be... Who knows? And then, and the other thing that that stood out to me, getting off topic a little bit, is there was a game against the Toronto Blue Jays in August at some point. It was the game in which there were the most bangs being heard, and there were two pitchers in that game that never saw big league time ever again, and they got killed in that game. Um, So the implications of what was going on affected players. It affected the results of games, I think. And it, it affected the, the future of some, you know, baseball hopefuls. There was another thing that came out on Twitter. I wish I had it in front of me. It was a Seattle Mariners pitcher. In one game against the Astros, he, he gave up something like 13 runs. And then for the rest of the season combined, I think he gave up like five runs or something like that. Um, Like shit like that, then you can start speculating, even though if maybe, maybe that day he just sucked. Who knows? But you can start speculating you can start speculating on who was really stealing signs and who wasn't because non-bangs mean fastballs or whatever it's just it's a really fucked up situation and and to be honest with you um i think the only thing that can that you can do now is is ban all types of technology from from clubhouses and dugouts because can i pick up the stream from the yes network if i'm in yankee stadium and it, you know cuz i'm getting a direct view at the catcher you know what i'm saying like yeah
1: like I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't see any way that they could ever stop stealing signs. And I also don't see why any team hasn't been stealing signs since since the beginning of streaming started, because all I got to do is wait for two innings to go by or maybe the full one through nine lineup to go by or maybe wait until someone gets on second to happen to get the signs for when someone is on second all i have to do is wait till that happens and go back and watch the game and now i have the signs at least right. for that day if they haven't if they don't have you know third fourth and fifth variations of the sign so it's almost like i i don't think any team didn't i don't think there's any team that didn't use a stream or like a recording of the game to steal signs especially since it's so because it's i mean it's so easy right yeah so but again the astros one.
0: Above Way beyond, beyond
1: yeah. just looking at a, a a recording of the game to get the signs, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. But about that Blue Jays pitcher,
0: yeah,
1: and about any pitcher who was sent down to the minors and and did hasn't been in the major league since, to me, that's on them. That's not that's not on the Astros.
0: But you know, if the Astros knew exactly what was coming,
1: No, nah, But I mean, what I'm what I'm saying is, it's like kershaw could have given up 20 runs
0: that's another example kershaw against the astros in the postseason.
1: yeah yeah okay this, this especially this postseason. no no the postseason. him them them winning the world series as a result of stealing signs is all on the astros that's their fault i'm talking about pitchers that are don't have a career in the majors today yeah yeah i can't i can't put that blame on the astros because yeah. you if you take a stud pitcher like walker bueller against the astros and he gives up the same amount of runs three times in a season that guy's The second best pitcher on the Dodgers next year, you could talk about you could talk about their confidence was shot down or something and they had to climb their way back. But you know what? Uh, What's to say that they would have never had? First of all, that guy was having a rough career to begin with. Yeah, he he wasn't that good. He he, he didn't just start pitching that day. But what's to say that when you actually do have a roughed up uh, game, your confidence, you know, what was your confidence never supposed to get tested? at all right i think that good players will find their way you to find the major leagues back. and the ones that aren't supposed to be there are not supposed to be there yeah like, that's just my opinion though i mean
0: and then and then for players the the other implication for this is that like the steroid era players got paid you know we we can speculate as a result of this someone like marwin gonzalez for example in 2017 uh ends up having a career year he set career highs and hits with 138 home runs 23 his batting he hit 303 with a 377 uh on base and a 503 slugging and in prior seasons the combined every year before that combined he was a 257 298 389 hitter um so he definitely benefited from sign stealing jason Marisnik heard the most uh by percentage bangs his home away splits 308 this is at home 308 373 636. Away, 187, 273, 374. Not just that, he had 18 home runs in in three seasons prior to 2017. In 2017, he hit 16 home runs. Um, yeah. Jason Stark came out with an article recently saying talking about how the Astral strikeout rate plummeted to like record record levels in 2017. We're talking yeah. about an era where hitters don't care if they strike out. All of a sudden, you have this team. With a group of players that don't strike out anymore. It's just... Yep. It's insane. And that that's, that's kind of what... And I know we started this about the Red Sox not having a manager. And it kind of turned into this conversation. That's why what the Astros did was so upsetting. Is because they were so blatant about it. They were cocky. They were walking around acting like they fucking owned baseball. Which they did, I guess. And um, now that it's over and you're caught. And the numbers back up that you were cheating and that you probably won because you were cheating, you don't hear a single thing from any of players. Nope. Fucking crazy. And we talked about this last time. At this point, your uh, your brother texted us on the chat and said he wants to hear an apology, a heartfelt apology. At this point, I don't even want an apology. It's too late now. At this point, what does the apology mean? It, you, uh, were, you were forced to apologize. That's what it means to me. Why isn't a single still- player stepping up and saying, aside from Dallas Keiko, and when he did it, it wasn't even like a full-hearted apology. Come out and say, "Listen, we fucked up. You know, we made a mistake. We we didn't know we were breaking the rules. We thought everybody was, I don't know, say something, but at least apologize. Own up yeah.
1: to it." I still want an apology because I feel like as long as we're you know, let's let's just let's throw this out there, right? These guys did not commit murder. No. They didn't evade taxes or anything. They didn't do some like serious hardcore crime. Mm-hmm. So, I'll still give him the benefit of the doubt that I want to hear an apology because I I looked up I look up to some of these players. I like watching a lot of these players uh and they gave us entertaining baseball for the last 3 years. Yeah. Beyond that, I guess if you want to count Altuve's like career before that, but I still want to hear an apology. I want to give them that and cuz I I think any everyone deserves second chances or third oh, chances sure. in some cases.
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: As long as as long as MLB doesn't say, "Hey, you know, here's here's this in or in or let's get an apology and we'll give you this like as long as nothing changes from here to the apology i would like to hear an apology yeah um i just i'm i'm i feel so stupid that we were looking at these astros metrics like about the small strikeout rate oh my god and they and we were just like wow like can you believe how amazing these are i feel like such an idiot like just praising them for that man and from now on whenever i see a, a breakout record-breaking season that goes for pete alonzo cody bellinger <laughs> aaron judge anytime i see uh, these guys outplaying players by a wide margin including mike trout i have to question it and that's the same thing i said when a rod came out that he got caught taking steroids or he admitted to taking steroids uh i said the same thing i'm like nobody's innocent but the astros figured out a way to you know yeah. trick us again
0: and so forever thanks to john boy media forever when we watch baseball games now people are going to be speculating about any noises you hear because i've heard i, I remember watching games and hearing whistles and this and the, for me it's just it was a fan whistling that's it but now if i listen if i hear a whistle or if i hear some odd banging sound or something i'm gonna wonder if somebody's cheating somehow or some way although you'd have to be pretty fucking stupid to cheat like that ever again but um
1: no, I, I feel like I feel like fans like when the Astros come into town, they're gonna bang their seats.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, no, I I, I have a feeling in two thousand and I think it was two thousand and nine when A Rod came back, or was it after the BioGenesis scandal that um, this guy from the Red Sox Dempster threw at A Rod and then he hit a home run. Yeah, I that think was, that I, was that was epic. that was a great moment. It was that a great, was a great moment. moment. Yeah, and it happened in Baltimore too. I remember he came back in his first at bat. I think it was oh nine. He hit a bomb. But anyway. Um, I think a lot of Astros players are going to get thrown at this year. And I don't endorse that. I don't think that should happen. But I think that there's, there's some people out there that, you know, Clevenger said it pretty much in that video on momentum that, that they're going to get thrown at this year. You
1: know, as long as they're not headhunting.
0: Yeah. Send a message. It, throw it behind a, them. Something like that. I'm
1: good with it, man. Yeah. As much as we like to deny it, violence is, is part of what we are.
0: Yeah, and... Um,
1: we, we need to see some of it.
0: <laughs> just the final thing I wanted to say about the Astros is, before I go back to the Red Sox real quick, um, in my mind, they're not the 2017 World Series champions, and neither are the Dodgers. I think, for me, that year is, is a blank. I don't consider them champions, um, and I think that they're going to come... They're gonna They're going to try to prove some people wrong this year, and hopefully they can be competitive. But I think that if the Astros show up this year and they don't even make the postseason... That's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I said it last time we recorded that a part of me wants them to succeed and make it to the postseason and but then again, like, I'm not hearing any apologies. So a part of me also kind of wants them to fail. But uh, I don't know, man, it, it's tough as a fan we're the we're, we're the ones that are losing the most as fans. Yeah. Those guys are millionaires. We're not. We just got cheated. We We just got cheated out of authenticity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but yeah, I, I still though it's it's it's
0: like fifty fifty, fucking crazy. Um, I don't know, man. And then as far as the Red Sox manager situation, um, they're gonna have to hire somebody soon. And and I know that a manager in today's game, like you said before, doesn't have m- as much pull as, as say uh, a Buck Showalter had ten or fifteen years ago, or you know a Lou Panella or something like that. But they do they do do, no pun intended. One thing they, they, I feel like they set the tone in the clubhouse. They, they, they control the tone of the team. And, and I could cite the New York Yankees as a prime example. I really love Joe Girardi. I never thought he should have been far, uh, fired. I was going to say farted. Uh, I should have just said it for, for laughter. Um, yep. But he was uptight. He was intense. He was that kind of player. He was that kind of manager, and it didn't fit the personalities of some Yankee players. Aaron Boone is more laxed. He's more take it easy. I have faith in you. He's more fatherly, I guess you want or you want to say or whatever. And you could see the team is a little bit more relaxed. So I feel like that aspect of, of the game is important. And I think that um, that's something you need going into a season. You know, like so even even going back to Joe Girardi, one of the things he did when. They won the championship in 2009. They used to do, like, family outings. They used to go bowling or something, like, every once in a while. And it's just a good way to bring the team together. And and we've seen in the past, the teams that tend to succeed have really good chemistry. You know, we could look back at the Baby Shark thing with the Washington Nationals. We could look back at the idiot Red Sox in 2004. They called themselves that, not me, although I think they're idiots. Um... We can look back at the Yankees, at the Yankees, the pie face in 2009 with AJ Burnett, like every team has something, some characteristic. And I feel like that starts with the manager. I'm not saying that the manager started those little things, but I feel like he nurtures those things to to take place. And um, I think that's an important thing. And if and if your team is about to start getting together within the next week or two. I think you need to have that person there. And that person needs to get ready and needs to prepare to get to know his players, so on and so forth. I don't I think that if they don't have a manager entering pitchers and catchers, they don't have a manager by the end of this week, that's a bad start for the team. Um I think you guys need to hire somebody soon. I just don't know who the fuck they're gonna they're gonna hire. And it looks like they they interviewed this dude from Arizona forgot his name, but it looks like they're going to go with someone young, someone in the, in the same vein of, as Alex Cora. They're not going to go against the grain like the Astros did in hiring Dusty Baker. Um, but the one thing that shocks me is why isn't anybody giving fucking Buck Walter a job, man? Because this guy can function in the modern game, but he has an old school mentality, too. And he's succeeded everywhere he's gone.
1: I don't know, man. Maybe he's too expensive. Come on, man. But you know what? Maybe MLB's punishment for the Red Sox because maybe when it's all said and done, all that MLB found is that we were using video footage to steal signs, but we weren't relaying it in real time, which I think is, is okay, by the way. I mean, it's there. I can easily watch... If I'm playing the Yankees in a three-game series, I can easily watch the first game and use the signs in the second game if they don't switch it up. And by mind you, I'm pretty sure there's teams out there that don't switch up their signs thinking that, ah, you know, like... They're not stealing signs like we Those think teams they are. Those are stupid. <laughs> you know, so the fact that you can use footage from yesterday's game to re- to get the signs in a game, uh, maybe when it boils down, the Red Sox were just using, were just doing it a little bit better and using technology when they weren't supposed to, to get the signs, but not relaying it until they got to second, the old school way. Yeah. And maybe since that's all that MLB is going to find, their punishment is waiting this long to release the investigation so at the rest to force the Red Sox hands into not hiring a manager this late this late into the uh into the year um fingers crossed that that's what it is that seems like a I'll take it
0: to me that seems like a harsher punishment than just telling them what you know what the results are and just laying it out there
1: cuz the, i mean what punishment can you give like we fired Alex
0: Cora it's going to be something like you guys faced a couple years ago when uh there but, was, there was some, I forget what it was, but you guys lost some international signings and you had to give Apple up watch. your draft picks or something. It was the Apple watch case. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to, I think it's going to be something like that. You're going to lose some picks or some shit like that.
1: What I'm saying is that it can't be close to what the Astros did because there is no footage of the Red audio. No, I, I don't audio think. Yeah. I don't think relaying it's relaying signs no. in real time. Let's I agree. Say, right. So it can't be as bad as that. And what came out of that was that they lost draft picks first First and second of the next two years, I think, were the Astros is, is what they lost. And they had to suspend uh they didn't fire it, but they had the the punishment was to suspend AJ Hinch and uh Definitely. the the yeah, the general manager. So in the Red Sox case, we already fired Alex Cora. MLB could ban him, I guess, but what does that do to us? And Again, it's not as bad as what the Astros did. I hope not. I really hope they don't find some crazy shit and it's just taking oh. this long to get all the paper, paperwork together. But what can they really, you know, take away some draft picks? But what if what all we did was get the signs using technology, but we weren't relaying it in real time, which I accept as, as, a, as a form of baseball. Even though it's not allowed, if you still went against the rules, I still don't think that's as bad as what the Astros did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe the punishment is let's wait. Let's just wait. Let's just let the season start. They still don't know what the punishment is. Well, it'll come to us somehow. Fucking crazy.
0: Fucking I don't crazy. Know. All right. Let's move on to the next baseball topic. The last one. The fucking player snapback hats. Can you tell me why baseball is doing this? And who who's th- drawing this shit? Is it some kid? Some, it's going to sound offensive. If you're blind or if you're a kid, don't be offended. But is it some blind kid? Like... Just randomly drawing shit, scribbles. I, I
1: have a theory, Manny. Let's would you hear, like it. To hear it. Let's hear it. I don't think I think that there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? For right. example, like especially in today, especially in today's day and age, where I'm just gonna throw this out there. Listen. Uh, the ending to the Game of Thrones season, season mm-hmm. eight. For game of thrones was not good i i don't consider that it was good but it was such a good show that i feel like people probably started watching the show when they found out how bad eight season season eight was just so they can experience how bad it was compared to the rest of the show you know what i'm saying so and i'll give you another example last night's halftime show was flawless in my opinion fucking awesome loved it they were they were lip syncing right yeah lip lip singing lip syncing yeah whatever and but it wasn't it, they were still they were their mics were still working to the point that they were singing along to the song i guess it was just like the filler to make right. it sound full and like if they ever had to catch their breath since they were dancing like crazy all over the stage but at one point shakira just pointed to the camera and she did one of those like crazy noises Uh-huh. i think that was just so it could blow up on the internet as a meme and they knew that that was going to happen oh so the, t- now the P- tongue
0: they, flicking part
1: yeah the tongue flicking part uh i think they did that on purpose to to have a little fun and so it can blow up as a meme on the internet and people would just keep retweeting it other people that have no yeah other people that have no idea what's going on are gonna find the super bowl halftime show watch it you know jump on jump in on the fun that meme is gonna exist for the next two months Mm -hmm. at least in this case these hats are somehow gonna get made fun of on the internet but people are gonna click and and who no, knows? I don't know.
0: Well, I yeah, they're it, gonna it, they're gonna click through and they're gonna be on the website and they might see something else that they like and buy it. I mean, th- these yeah. things they look like Beavis and Butthead. That's what it looks like. Worse. It, it yeah. looks worse than Beavis and Butthead.
1: To me, I think that if something looks this bad, for especially for a new era to come out with this, we're talking about it's it's new era, right?
0: New era, yeah. This is like official enough an, an official MLB hat.
1: We're talking about the hats, the hat company. The Nike. We're talking about Nike coming out with some shit like this. If oh it's that bad, it has to be that they did it on purpose. There was a there was an, an agenda behind this.
0: Crazy, man. Crazy. Like
1: that's what I think.
0: Like, does that look like Layton Kershaw to you?
1: Uh move it a little bit to the left.
0: My left or your left?
1: There you go. A little bit to the right. There yeah, that looks
0: so stupid. It looks like I don't even know, man. I could do a better job than that, and I can't draw, guys um he i mean uh, whatever i don't even pretty freaking stupid all right let's move on to the nba um the only thing that i could think of that happened in the nba aside from kobe which we talked about last week um is the new nba all-star game format and i wanted to get your take on it but let me explain to our listeners in case you don't know what i'm talking about or you don't understand because the first time i heard it i was kind of confused um i went online i read about it and i was like okay i understand now. So. The, the all-star game is going to comprise of th- the first three quarters are going to be individual games, individual 12-minute games. Each quarter will start at zero. Um, in the fourth quarter, there's not going to be a shot clock. Teams are going to play to a final target score. That final target score will be the leading team's total cumulative score plus 24 points for Kobe Bryant. So, for example, if in the first three quarters – both teams played and you add up their scores and 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 the leading team's score is 100 then the teams have to play to 124 in order to win 100 plus 24. So, let's say for example, team A has 100 through the first three quarters and team B has 95 through the first three quarters. They have to play to 124. So, team A that has 100 has an advantage. They c- they can get to 124 easier. So, couple of thoughts. A I like it because it makes the quarters more competitive and it gives teams an incentive to want to keep the game close. Um so you don't want the first you don't want the first quarter to be a blowout on either side. You don't want the second quarter to be a blowout on either side, and you don't want the third quarter to be a blowout blowout on either side because you want to have a chance to try to win the game in the fourth quarter. B it makes I think I said this already. It makes each quarter competitive because you know, you're going to have a chance to try to win a quarter. Um, and see, I like that they're adding the Kobe Bryant component to it. That's pretty cool. But I don't like it because it's confusing as fuck. I could see a lot of people watching this and they're going to be like, what? what? Like, wait a minute. We're, we're starting at zero in quarters one, two, and three. But then in quarter four, all of a sudden, all their points get added together and they're, you know, they're back up there. And what if this team is winning 100 to 74? You know, the team that has 74 basically has no chance of winning the game. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: I don't know. Yeah. uh, They're trying too hard. I'm I'm not going to lie. I was confused when I first read it. And the first thing I thought was the whole 24 points added to the leading team's score part of it was stupid to me. I mean, RIP Kobe, but I think he would have been – I think we're good with just a a ceremonial halftime show maybe or maybe an intro something, have Vanessa Bryant – uh walk on walk onto the court, do something. I think we would have been good with a Kobe moment like that. Maybe we have everyone wear Laker colors on the West Coast team and maybe, you know, Laker gold on the on the west and purple on the on the east would have been good. Everybody wears twenty four. I think that would have been good. Why do we have to touch the score of it? Yeah. I don't know. But hearing it now, I mean so you're telling me they're gonna play three quarters and then if the final cumulative score is Plus the twenty four points is one hundred and twenty points that they have to play a game to one hundred and twenty
0: four. No, no, no. The, that their their cumulative their cumulative score stays. So say the score. But th- this is what's confusing about it. Since since at the end of each quarter they're going to reset the score to zero and reset the clock and everything. Um, we don't see the cumulative score, but the cumulative score comes back for the fourth quarter. So if Team A is winning one hundred to ninety five. Team A has to score 24 more points to win. So they only have to score 24 points in the fourth quarter. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's confusing as hell, man. Here's my oh. solution. Here's my solution to this. Um, I think that the NBA has a 12-man roster for the All-Star game. I'm not sure. I was trying to look it up really quick. But this is what they should do for the All-Star game. Because it's true. I don't I don't watch the NBA All-Star game anymore. I, don't, I barely watch the baseball All-Star game. I never watched the Pro Bowl in my life. Um They're kind of pointless at this point. I feel like for the NBA, I used to watch it more for the dunk contest and the three-point contest and and all that stuff. For MLB, I watched the Home Run Derby, yada, yada, yada. What I think they should do to make this more interesting is, I don't know if you ever played the game NBA Jam on Super Nintendo, where it's Mm two-on-two. Why don't you... Now, the problem with this is that it's not going to work for a 12-man roster. You select eight All-Stars in the East excuse me, and eight All-Stars in the West. And you play the four quarters, but each quarter is a game just like you're doing now. And you play the 24, two-on-two, East versus West. So quarter one, let's say it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis versus someone in the East. Um, Fucking, uh, I don't know, Kyrie Irving Irving and uh, uh, who's who's another player on that team? I have no fucking clue. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Oh, he's All right. he's injured. He's injured. Yeah, but let's let's just use them, whatever. You're going to play 2 on 2 to 24 and whoever wins wins. That's it. Then second game, you play four games, that's eight players on each team, 2 on 2 basketball. I feel like that would be more entertaining in my opinion.
1: Yeah, maybe have just like you said 2 on 2 or 3 on 3 basketball tournaments.
0: Yeah. Yeah, tournament. Like, you know,
1: yeah, one game elimination. Uh they can rank the teams, they can set up the teams way before and rank like whatever team LeBron is on is ranked number one. So he gets to play the least of the all-stars in the the first matchup or something. I don't know, but why don't they just, why doesn't the NBA just pledge, you know, a thousand dollars for every two points. Right. Yeah. And the total of the winning team. So a thousand dollars for both teams. But whoever wins, NBA will double the donation. So that'll give them the incentive to actually win the game. But it'll also give still give them the incentive to score a lot. But the other team will still be playing defense because they're still trying to win the game. So just revolve this around charity. Mm-hmm. That way the players can't back out of that. I mean, dude, they're gonna want to do- donate to charity, right? Yeah. But yeah, but real quick, man. The the mlb all-star game is the shit i don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
0: like- it's okay but it's not that i mean it doesn't mean anything like i, I could watch a yankees game and maybe i'm not going to be invested all nine innings but i'm going to have it on in the background and i'm going to pay attention with the all-star game for the most part i'm not really paying attention i, I want yeah, but- to see how the players are interacting with each other when they have the outfielders mic live or whatever I'll i'll pay attention to that i'll you know but I don't really care what's going on. If if we're trying to get and and the the ratings prove that people don't really watch these things. And I, I like your idea of making it a tournament. Let's keep it eight eight players. Um and you could do yeah, you could do a tournament. You could set up a perfect bracket like that and play play to 10 or some shit. I don't know. Like that'll be more entertaining. I want to see LeBron and Anthony Davis versus the Kumpo and I don't know, uh Luca do- Luca Doncic or some shit like that. That shit would be awesome. I, half court, play to twenty one or play to twenty-four if you want to honor Kobe and one game elimination. What whichever team loses goes away. So you're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total games. Uh maybe you maybe you break it up into both nights. You do the dunk contest followed by the first round, the first first round of of the tournament. Then the next day, you do the final two, the other final rounds of the tournament. Some shit, I don't know.
1: Listen, I know it, I know the games don't mean anything, but Toronto Blue Jay games tor- after the after the All Star break, none of those games meant anything for the Toronto Blue Jays. It was still cool to see Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette, and uh, you know Craig Biggio's son, Calvin Biggio, Calvin Biggio. It was still cool to see them in a lineup playing against some of the best in the major league. So I I think the MLB all-star game is cool because I feel like you can't fake a 95 mile per hour fastball, which these guys, these starting pitchers like Scherzer, who clock, who are usually averaging about 95, 96 in a regular game, are are, uh, dialing it up to 99 and 100 because they can just empty out the gas tank. And then these guys are st- – are you can't fake at-bats either. Like nobody's going up there hoping to strike out. They're going up there trying to hit the ball. So I think the MLB all-star game, even though it doesn't mean anything, it's still cool watching – to watch the best of the best play the best on both ends of, yeah. the, of the game. In, in basketball, the reason why it's boring is because there's no defense. Everyone's just trying to do alley-oops, which is entertaining, yep. but it doesn't look – like I know I'm being cheated out of a competition in the All-Star game I feel like I'm not being cheated out of a competition in football there's no pressure on the quarterback so it's mm-hmm. that's even worse you know they they're literally taking out what the game is about like on the line of scrimmage the, so but
0: the in ML- baseball, I, I the MLB All-Star game I I honestly the only thing I really pay attention to is the home run derby and I would yeah. add and I would add a skills competition for contact hitters like I saw one I think it was like Korea or something, and they would have like targets around the infield. Yeah, and you get like ten pitches, and you try to hit the targets or whatever.
1: Yeah, those 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 games. See, those games don't mean anything either. But I'm still being. It's like, I don't know. It's like they're they're not faking trying to hit a home run. Yeah, there's they're they're trying their best to hit the longest home run, I, yep. and I know they are because you could see they it, hit yeah. lo- they hit long as hell home runs. But in the All Star game, it's like I remember uh, Derek Lowe. I think came in. He he pitched in the All Star game. This guy was throwing like 99 miles per hour.
0: Yeah. Well, last year, um, Max Scherzer, he was trying to get some people out. He was like competitive. Yeah. yeah.
1: You can't fake it, man. You can't fake baseball.
0: Word. All right. That's why I like it. So that's what I got. I heard today that the that the Knicks are trying to pull off a trade for D'Angelo Russell, and I'm just like, this team is just a fucking joke, man. Last week, yeah. <laughs> they're fucking ridiculous, man. Um, last week, uh. You had that incident with uh, with Marcus Morris and where he said that, that this dude was playing like a girl or some shit or had female tendencies or whatever. Then you had Knicks fans uh, chanting sell the team to James Dolan and he has a fucking titty attack uh, on the court. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I, like, I'm literally at rock bottom with the New York Knicks. And now I'm hearing that they want to try to pull off a trade for D'Angelo Russell. Who they could have had for straight up cash in the offseason. Now they want to give up assets to acquire this guy. Why? Like I don't even I don't even want to talk about it. That team is a fucking joke. I'm getting ready to leave that team. Although I don't think I ever will because I can't can't root for another team. I could just give up the NBA entirely. But I, I'm starting to like the NBA again. I'm getting I'm getting hooked back in and I want to root for my fucking team. James Dolan fire Scott uh Scott Perry. Wait. Steve Mills and, and and Scott Perry, please fire them and hire some young analytical Yale fucking person and rebuild this team from scratch. Give me a competitive product. I want to see I want to see I want to see competition already. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Fuck. There you go, man. That's all I got. Just let it out. I'm just upset, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like that Yankees uh Hoodie. yeah my mom gave it to me for uh for christmas nice see that yeah i see a little uh little enya symbol yeah it's from uh peralta project you should check them out washington heights artist Amen. Hey man ain't nothing free over here i'm <laughs> getting no free plugs <laughs> oh my bad my bad <laughs> beep that out bleep that out uh i got this hat from uh new era ah very nice I ordered a new Yankee cap because this one's about three years old and it's starting. To, you ever you ever get to a point with hats where you start feeling gross putting them on? No, no. Because okay. well, all my p- hats
1: are gro- all my hats are gross because I use all my hats to play uh, baseball and they all have that brown stain on the forehead. Yeah, and, got that yeah, too. I'm at that. nasty.
0: Po- I'm at that point with this hat. The thing is that I wear this hat like out.
1: I have a hat. There it is.
0: This look at this hat. This hat
1: is so old. It smells like. You know, you know what it smells like. You're we're family. You know what these hats end up smelling like after a while. Oh
0: yeah, that's what this one smells like. Like
1: But I still I still wear this hat. I've had this hat for maybe like
0: six years. I remember that guy.
1: You remember that guy? (laughs) I remember that guy. (laughs) This is a dirty hat and I
0: still wear this Oh man. man. Fuck it. All right. Well, if you didn't hear this already, make sure you check us out on wttspod.com. We're starting this, this streaming thing. This is our first time ever streaming on YouTube, so they may, they may, ugh, there may be a few kinks that we need to work out. Uh, we'll get there, and um, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you don't leave us a five-star review, I'm gonna search for you. I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna kill you. I'm just kidding. Um, I will hurt you though. Maybe no, I don't. I couldn't hurt a fly. No, just please leave a five-star rating, please. Don't make me beg. GT. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, uh, yeah, guys, that's all. Uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, rate and subscribe, and I, I will beg.
0: Oh, okay, I won't. Yeah, I'll beg. All right, fine, I'll beg too. All right, Peace. guys. Peace.